I'm Julie. I'm Amy. I'm Ian. I'm Amanda. And it's time to pop her up. Yay! And we're live tonight here on Twitch, here at Synthward Distillery Company in Frederick, Maryland, 55 East Patrick Street. Um, this is their new location, and Amanda here is the right-hand woman of founder Monica, and she's sitting in with us tonight. She's going to tell us about uh, Tinford Distillery and um, all their spirits that they um, distill here, as well as these lovely drinks that we are drinking. Oh, yeah. And non-drinks. Yeah, our favorite non-drinks. They, and, Ian, and maybe not Ian's baby drink <laughs> that is uh, chocolate milk there in that baby cup. That's a nice <laughs> All right. So just just a little bit about Ten Ford. Yeah. So we're a woman-owned something we're really proud about. Uh, we're about three years old, so we're still pretty young and still pretty new, kind of the industry. Um, we specialize in whiskey. That is our main product and what we're known for. But we do play around with other products, some brandies, some seasonal liqueurs, a, a Jennifer-style gin, which is like a, a hybrid between a whiskey and a gin. So it's kind of a non-traditional spirit, which is what we're known for, um, and Maryland's first accent as well. So everything is a little different and non-traditional. Um, our, our slogan is Ward Off Ordinary, and that's kind of what we live by. So everything is going to be a little different and something you've never tried before. Awesome. And I personally have been picking up 10th Ward from the Silver Spring Farmer's Market for like the last year and a half, two years, something like that. And the first thing I ever bought from 10th Ward was Atabara Boy. So oh, I don't know how long I've been buying Oh, that if people Ward. beg us to bring that back all the time. It was one of the ones we did. It was just a one-off. We did it once and then we were done. Because it was a, a bad batch of IPA. Yeah, from Attaboy Brewing. It's so yeah, good. Exactly. So everything's, incredible. Everything's good. But I'm biased, so it's fine. <laughs> I have I am working on my second drink tonight. Okay. Which is the Ya Basic. Ya basic. And that's how you have to say it with a with a hand gesture. Um, and which was recommended to me by one of our patrons uh, and listeners who actually facilitated this because she was school with Monica. Um, oh, Elizabeth yeah. Ann. Oh. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, the, the Ya Basic is perfect for fall. It's um, our caraway rye, which has kind of some chocolatey notes to it. And we kind of wanted to do a boozy pumpkin spice latte. Um, and we make it uh, with <laughs> macadamia milk instead of like a regular milk. So we're trying to, we're trying to be vegan friendly. Um, it's, it's delicious. It's frothy. It's nutmeg and clove and pumpkin and all that good stuff. It's really nice. Yeah. Sorry, you hate pumpkin. I know. Uh, I mean, it's not overwhelmingly pumpkin, but... And the good thing is, if you um, have your regular DD like I have Amy, because uh, Amy doesn't hardly ever drink, she is also drinking with us tonight. I am, I'm drinking the virgin drink. Yeah, we have. It's called the peachy one. It's uh, swizzled to perfection. We have, I think, three or four um, alcohol-free mocktails so you can still hang out and It's very good. Yeah, it's good. And I also have, I have, I also had a. Autumn Mule, which has a uh, chai vanilla syrup in it, which was extremely delicious. That one's great. It's our autumn liqueur, which we do once a year, only in fall. It's an apple brandy base, using all these lovely fall botanicals and herbs and spices. Um, a local ginger beer made by Sweet Farm, and then we add some lemon oleo, I believe, and a chai vanilla simple syrup that we make in house. And it's I'm gonna have to ask you where you get that ginger beer because I have a private chair. It's a ginger beer, yeah. aficionado. Sweet farm. And they're, I, I think they're 
they deliver a fresh keg every Tuesday. Um, oh, and, yeah, they're a keg to ginger beer. Yeah, keg to ginger beer is on draft. I'm sure you could go there and decide like a joke of it. So Ian, Ian's very familiar with I am. It's one of the very few beers I'm familiar with. Ian, we actually went to uh, end of the inaugural bar brawl at uh, Penn Quarter Sports Tavern last weekend. Yeah. I, he, he maybe got cheated a little because here's the thing. Ian's signature drink that you could vote for Ian with was a Moscow Mule. And Alan May, who he was up against, had a signature drink that was, you know, a cup of optimal whip beer. <laughs> so, I don't know about you, but I could drink a whole lot more beer than I can Moscow beer. Yeah, and then but and it's not more, for like I'm trying not to Not for laughing. Yeah, you guys were great. You guys were great. Well, Alan, Alan had a friend who came in and bought 20 beers right off the bat, so I knew I was going to lose. And then he also had $5,000 in his pocket, so that if, uh, if I lost, he could just go over with that. So, uh, yeah, Alan May is like my first nemesis. Who I also love. Former uh, Washington Capital, yeah. Alan May. I did, I will say. You know, most, most players get fat when they get older, but he, now he looks like an American gladiator. <laughs> so, like, being behind the bar with him, even though I feel really good about he was myself. Like physically going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Not just mentally. Yeah. 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 So, my strategy was, like, it's so much faster to pull a beer than to make a Moscow mule. So I was like, I want Alan to make my Moscow rules. Like the money still goes toward Ian winning, yeah, but it slows Alan down, right? Yeah, so try Moscow mules. So, so tasted better than Ian. The funny part about me is that like I'm almost straight edge. Like I just don't drink very much. Okay. Like and so um, you know. Um, when I was making the drinks, everyone was making fun of me because I had no idea what I was doing. But the bartender was very patient with me. They were pulling <laughs> the vodka for him, and all he had to do was top the mustard. That's a good bartender. So I have a lot of admiration for what you guys do. And, and I know it's science. You know? It's science, and we treat it that way. That's why we named our bar the Cocktail Lab. We wanted it to be kind of chemistry, science everything kind of intricate and in depth. It's really cool. I can see uh, the bartenders making, uh, I guess, cold, cold press, cold coffee right now. Well, she's making the chai vanilla syrup that has. Uh, ah. She's making a pumpkin, the pumpkin coffee syrup that goes into the basin. Uh, so yeah, we we fresh brew coffee from Dublin Roasters. We do local. We try to do local everything when we can. All of our grain is local. All of our ingredients are local um, when we can swing it. That's awesome. And I do want to say, as someone who lives in Frederick, this is one of the most happening parts of Frederick, I think. And uh, it's a beautiful place, what you guys done. It's really open. And, I mean, just, well, other than us, other than us, there's the, a lot of beautiful people here. The whiskey room upstairs was oh, yeah. gorgeous. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. When I came to um, I came to talk about coming in here to do it, and Monica gave me a tour. So we do the distilling in the back, and there's like a, an event space upstairs. Yes. Oh, cool. And it's the Whiskey Hall. Whiskey Hall. Yeah, Whiskey Hall. It's gorgeous. Yeah, 2,300 square foot. We have weddings, corporate events, wow. um, baby showers, literally anything. If you need a big room to just kind of do whatever you want with it, we do it all. Are you saying a Frederick Hockey watch party might work? I would, yeah. I mean, we can make it work. Right, we can make it work. Right, we can right, make a right, projector. Oh, yeah, see, see. We can see. set up a bar and have some snacks. I like it. I like I, it. I see the vision. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta wear some snacks. Yeah. Are you, you're just thinking about snacks right now. Yeah, I'm pretty much always do. Yeah. Ann's a big fan of snacks. 
Sunday night, you go to the Hagerstown Speedway uh, to watch sprint cars, which are like these really weird-looking um, 
I don't even know how to describe it. They're like they have like these huge roofs, and Are one of the sides. Them? Yeah. Okay. And so like I didn't. I thought they went like 80 miles per hour, 90 miles per hour. They were going 160. Oh my god. So uh, so like dust was flying off the track and everything was amazing. And my son was so happy. He had his big headphones on, jumping up and down. And so Aww. you know, you just never expect your Sunday to be that. And he's two. Yeah, he's two. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was the uh? Demolition Derby. <laughs> oh, is it there? Yeah. Have you ever gone to that? No. Okay. Again, I, this is the first year that, that I have. And uh, again, Mel, Melanie and I found the Frederick County Fair Demolition Derby on WETA one, yeah. one time. It was the greatest thing we've ever watched. I'm, in, I'm embracing my trashy Frederick roots. And uh, <laughs> like the trash is a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. <laughs> uh, we had so much fun. Like, um, basically, just have you know a bunch of guys that are in that. So, like, the straightaway of the, like, the horse racing track or whatever. Uh, he just had so that straightaway like, like, what? For cars, it's just a track. It's just a track, yeah. And uh, in the mud and dirt, and so, and so they have like cars, minivans, and like trucks, and they all just try to ram each other until someone can't go. And it was just really funny because one car almost went over like the like I don't even know how to describe it, like the retaining wall. Yeah. And so they had to stop it for a while to fix that. Does anyone get hurt? I don't know. I mean, one guy had to get like looked at by paramedics. They also have, they also have very loose rules. But, but yeah, they have very loose rules about hitting people in the driver's seat or yeah, the driver's side. Yeah, so but it kept happening. It was the really The time funny. that we watched it, we figured out that you can't, you get like three strikes and you're out yeah, running uh, into the driver's seat or to the driver's side door. <laughs> But it was really fun. My son had a great time. My son, again, my son was jumping up and down. I, he's not blood savage, but he, he really loves like racing. How thrilling that is, and the sounds of it. It, it like calms him, and I don't know. It was, it was really fun. Again, I would have never done that without my son. So yeah, I don't know. You're missing out. Like, Demolition Derby. I, I was too cool for school, and now I'm drinking out of a pink owl thermos. Chocolate. Milk. Yeah, and going to you know demolition derbies and sprint car races and papers. I don't, I don't know what's, what's happening in here, but I'm happier. So it's all for the <laughs> yeah, I think so. So what do you know about hockey? I dreaded this question. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I wish I knew more, um, but I just I don't. I'm sorry. No, wait, have you ever gone to a game? Have you ever? No, and everyone I says it's supposed on my life. Yeah. So everyone says like it doesn't matter if you like hockey or not. You have no idea what the people are doing along the board, so you're just like, it's just hard to follow, right? Yeah. yeah. So. I would say being down in the lower levels is a lot different experience than like, because Amy and I both set up in the 400s at Cats games, and that's so much different mm -hmm. because you can see everything so much more easily than you can. Like, you can see, you can, maybe not during the first game, but. Yeah, well, you can see plays come together. No, okay. it's actually better for your first okay. game. And you can see it's easier to follow the puck because it's easier to follow what people are following the puck. Right, right. Than having to do like this. Yeah, this. yeah. I would say I would say that being closer to the boards is more of a like 
seasoned hockey, <laughs> seasoned hockey watcher okay. kind of place to be. Because when you're down there, you can't see the puck all the time, so you kind of have to follow where the players are going right. to know where the puck is. Right. I have a question for you. Yeah. When when so. Not not to jump ahead to something that we have on here, but how would you feel if a guy, you know, maybe elbowed a guy and knocked him down and then immediately rammed himself into the board, hit himself in the face with his own stick, and then fell over backwards onto the guy and just knocked it down? Did that happen? Yes! I put go to my Facebook because I posted yeah. it on my Facebook. Is this recent? Oh, yeah, it happened like earlier this week. Yeah. No, it happened last week. It happened, um, Saturday night. It doesn't even seem real. It was, like, it was so stupid. <laughs> like, it was peacock. No, I would like to see that because I think that would be entertaining and funny. Um, actually, you can go to Russian Machine and pull up Shane Dursich. Yep, Is it a hamster uh -huh. running around a wheel? So it's this guy going on to this one. Okay. When it Whatever it goes. Uh, okay. Maybe next year. Come on. Oh, I am on the Wi-Fi though. Let me look. Oh, here we go. Oh. Here we go. Okay. All right, so okay. watch right, right. Oh, Let's restart right here. He elbowed the guy in the face and then went face first in the glass and fell over onto the guy that he elbowed in the face. And he, like, he sticked himself in the face when he did that. Two people said he was bleeding. Hockey's like a whole nother. Thing. Yeah, it's it's a different level. It's like a whole nother level. It is running on knives with giant sticks and hot ice. The closest thing I have to being like a hockey fan is a happy Gilmore. Yes, no, yeah. that works. That works. Well, first, I love that movie. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I just want to play hockey. But like, I, I first. One of the first things that got me into hockey was the Mighty Ducks movies. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yes. That I, was my only connection to hockey when I was a kid. I think it was like do hockey in Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, like something pop culture like that yeah. can have a big influence on you. Remember Wayne's World when they had that <laughs> hockey sequence with Mike Myers and and, and uh, Dana Carvey oh. when they were, and they were playing outside and they would move Game the ball. Yeah, when the cars were going by. I mean, that always got me really interested in it too. So. I yell Mighty Ducks stuff. I grew up in <laughs> sometimes, so I had hockey. Wait, where did you grow up? In New England, Connecticut. And you were in Oklahoma? Um, and I'm the only person from here, I guess. Right? Well, where did you grow up? I, I, yeah, I, I, I spent a chunk of my time here. Amy went to college here. I went to Hood. Oh, okay. And then I lived around the corner on South Market for... I live on South Market. Oh, wow. I'm not saying it on here. <laughs> so, but on the street. Just put her address on the street. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Where did you, where did you <laughs> Non-lab. 
Environmental. Physics 100. That's a, yeah. That's bullshit. Did you do environmental science? I didn't yeah. do Okay. I took that at, at UMBC, and I was like, this is just going to be an easy edit. Oh, well, and I got A's. And I got A's in everything. Hard. I got a C. I got a C in yeah. environmental science. I know. Yeah. It's one of those embarrassing. What's your degree in? My degree in is in art and graphic design. And then, oh, really? Oh, my God. English majors. I mean, I can tell by everything here that someone, someone knows. Yeah, I, I that. Oh really? Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> I have a whole mural plan for this wall. Oh my god, really? Start, yeah, it started on the wall down there. It's not quite done, and then I've got two more walls to go. Where did you go to college? So cool. I went to Salisbury, and then I went to. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, I went to UBC, and then. Uh, Melanie went to Salisbury. And then I did design, and then I got the promotion, and then I started on the B, and oh. I learned that I was a good writer, and. No, I do that full time. So, yeah, that's, that's I'm awesome. not a good writer. So I stick you're to articulate. Art, so. You're articulate. So I, I don't give yourself, <laughs> give yourself more credit. Thank you. So Ian. Yes. You're here. Yes. How'd you get into hockey? How did I get into hockey? Um, so like I was exposed to it at first, like obviously the Mighty Ducks, the Mighty Ducks and, and <laughs> Wayne's World. Um, but I would say. That my first, my earliest memory of it was, uh, so we lived up in Braddock Heights, uh, which is really close to Frederick here, and I came downstairs one night, and my brother was in, like, the uh, family room, and he was watching a hockey game, it was a Capitals for somebody, and I remember Mark Tenorti, who was, like, a six-foot-five defenseman on the Capitals, huge, bulky guy with big, big pads and everything, uh, he checked a guy, and his face went into the boards, and he was just like, enveloped by muscle. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, I, I asked my brother Brad, I was like, is that a penalty? He was like, no, that's totally legal. That's a legal check. And I was like, I'm in love. <laughs> and um, we watched the rest of the game, and I was just like enamored by the sport. I, I don't want to say like because of the violence of it, but just it was just so physical and emotional. And I guess for me, like, I think that's why I like it so much, is just because it takes so much talent. Um, a lot of the guys are down to earth. Um, and there's just like this emotional part of the game as an artist. There's expression that comes out when people score and things like that. But there's fighting. There's there's all this stuff that gets sparked because of the game. So um, so anyways, uh, that happened. I watched a few more games. My dad surprised us on Christmas of 1993 uh, with uh, tickets to a uh, January Capitals Rangers game at USA Arena. And how old were you then? I was 12. I think. You were two? Oh, my oh no! I feel like so I'm old. I feel like I'm young. You are. <laughs> I was a junior. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, me, my brother, my dad. I don't, remember, I, I don't remember. My mom. Um, we went to the game and Steve Kanawalchuk scored two goals. It was like three to two caps in secondary mission. So me and my little Bobby ambled down from the upper deck down to where the players come out. And I remember I held my hand out, and uh, Connor Walchuk went by, and I was like, hey, are you going to score a hat trick, Connor? And he was like, oh, yeah, I am, and give me a big high five. And then in the third period, he scored a hat trick. And up up at the upper deck, I was jumping up and down, like, like almost crying. I'm like, he did it for me, Dad, he did it for me. And your dad's and like, no. Let like, me yeah, do that. But, but, like, that was just, like, the earliest memory. is just, like, it felt so special. And I was just hooked, I was just hooked from then, and I think that that's kind of, like, you know, that's that's what I remember. You know, I don't know how. You know, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, just, it's it's a really wonderful memory. And so, we went to practices after that, met the players and things like that. Went to more games, and it I just it got to the point where I watched every game every year, and I and then I got into uh, R&B uh, a few years after college uh, with Peter, 
whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy birthday, And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's history from there. So, um, yeah, just, it's, it's probably my, my deepest passion, and it's cool that I, that I get to do it. So, yeah. That's awesome. Is that an okay story? That was good. That was good. That was good. It's like, it's like the old ball player story. It's like, you're going to hit a home run. <laughs> Jacob Verano was taking like three weeks. To it was it's so, it was, Yeah, it's like people were freaking out. People were freaking out, and I was like, yeah. Woo. So like with Marner, it just seemed like there was a, an extra ton of drama. Just well, because, because his dad's a stage dad and horrible. Well, I don't know, that's also one part of it. because Toronto. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I think a big part of it is the market in Toronto. Well, and because of Neilander, because it's like, oh, yeah. Rich Marner wants more money exactly. than Austin Matthews. But it just—it never seemed like it was going to go too far for me. So I thought it was a little bit of an overblown thing, especially with some of the other guys too. So it's just like. Well, it after well, I have Provorov on here. Provorov's a defenseman. He signed for six at six point seven five, which I feel like is fair for Provorov. Yeah. He's a good defenseman. Mm -hmm. um, and that's for the Flyers. So after Marner signs. Um, Patrick Lining still has not signed. Yeah. I heard that he was looking for like two years, seven million per. Okay. Yeah. And, right. and, and, the, and the Jets wanted to do six. And that is where they can't meet in the middle. It's like, it's like you know, I don't know. I, I find a lot of these, I find a lot of these like contracting passes very funny. It just seems so silly. It seems it's like, it's over like $500,000. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Which is, is pocket change. Yeah, and then if, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, so Lining is playing in Burn Switzerland, and supposedly, um, and supposedly Miko Rantanen is also playing there because Rantanen also has his on. Yeah. Um, Rantanen is using Mitch Marner as a comparator, which ain't it, Chief. Yeah. Because Mitch Marner is not worth Mitch Marner money. Miko Rantanen is definitely not worth Mitch Marner. Like Miko Rantanen's good. Though. Oh, well, um. <laughs> yeah, there's a moth off screen. It's right here. Yeah, we were just, uh, just a. I got distracted. He's a easily distracted. Jesus Christ, Amy. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, the thing is, Colorado has a lot more money to spend than Toronto. Does. Okay, but Miko Ranton is still you're, not worth 11 if million. If you're Miko Ranton's <laughs> agents, you gotta swing for the fences, right? I mean, I'm not saying it's right. But I'm saying that's how business gets done. It's not right, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. It won't happen. Yeah. But again, like, if you're the agent, you're, you need your 10%. And you see that Colorado has much more that's than money. That's so stupid, though. Because you like, I, I'm just being a devil's advocate. I know. Matthew Kachuk got three years of $7 million. Yeah. His last year. His last year's nine. You know, a lot of this is like, how much did uh, Jacob get, like, between three and four? And I feel like he's just as good, almost. Oh, yeah! On the same level as some of these guys. You're just like, how? You know what I mean? I guess it's just because he doesn't get a lot of power. Well, here's the thing. And... Here's the one that doesn't, like, didn't make any sense yeah. to me when it happened. Yeah. Is the Braden point one for three years oh, at 6.75. Yeah. But then they revealed that he can't even start the season. Because yeah, he that was odd. That was like, yeah. odd. Yeah. That's it. And isn't wasn't that more than like Kucherov guy or something? Uh, I don't or, know. Or, or I've read something about from Elliot where maybe his percentage of it was higher than like Kucherov's. I, I don't know. But it, yeah, it's a lot of these RFAs. There was a lot of drama this summer, you know, about it and, and this fall. And you know, I might I think that might right. be a little bit more. I think I don't think that will be as out of the ordinary in years uh, years of the future because you know we have the. Uh, who got an offer sheet? The uh, dude from the Hurricane? Carolina yeah. 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 Carolina Ajo. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to Long Island Ajo. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Like, but but, dude, I, but I, I like that drama. I love that I got, drama. I yeah. wanted more offer sheets. And yeah, I, love, I love that Mitch Marner was, that Mitch Marner's agent was like, well, Mitch got offer sheets. Bullshit. Let me, let me get to this. Is that, what are the things I found here? Mitch offer sheet would be all over. Again, right? maybe I'm too high on Jacob Verona, but why didn't someone offer sheet him? 
because the capitals don't have that money. He don't and, have and, money. And if you give him five million per year, bump it up that much, the capitals are in a little bit of a bind there where they would have to consider letting him go. Well, and he clearly seems like he could go to another sheets level. If you know? just offer sheets, like, let me give you money. Yeah. I think they happen more often. Yeah. But if they get signed, then it's, let me give you money and some draft picks. Yeah, I know the draft picks aspect of it. That's why I thought that some draft would picks be a great. That I have to use my own. Hey, I think it's like a first. I think it's like a first, a second, and a third for someone under like five. Under right. Like five point five. And they have to be your own. Yeah. 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 So it's you know, I don't know. I was surprised. So like in my head, all this stuff happening, I was like, why didn't. You know, why didn't Montreal go after Murano? That would have been, I thought, a great fit for them. So. They wanted Sebastian Otto. Yeah, apparently. Carolina yeah. There was a problem. There were no, there was never going to not get re-signed. The other so night, somebody, like, we were literally sitting at the Cavs game yeah. while we were playing Carolina. Yeah. And somebody tweeted about Sebastian Ajo scoring, and I was like, I'm looking at him. <laughs> he did not score a goal. And I was like, oh, wait, the other one, the other one. <laughs> I think the other one is not as good. I mean, not as good. It can still make that NHL. Um. Okay. So, uh, Dustin uh, Stevenson. We're gonna talk about Chandler Stevenson. <laughs> Dustin Bufflin um, was on a leave of absence. We talked about that. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. But the thing is, now, um, like they announced, you know, he's he's using he might be using his leave of absence to contemplate his future in hockey. And then the Jets were like, um, if he doesn't report, we're gonna suspend him. Well, I think which is fully it's a money thing. Yeah. Well, I think part of that is just because uh, his cap if, yeah, if you suspend him, then they can re- they can replace his cap hit. Um, and do something about it to improve the team if he does indeed, you know, decide to retire. You know, it kind of helps them out there. But um, it's it just it like it's how it said that there's a business aspect to it, but it seems so. I know. Shit. I know. I know. Julie's hot. When's Julie not hot? That's why Julie doesn't have on her jersey. Her jersey's here. <laughs> Show it. Whip it out. Whip it out. Whip Whoa. it out. We got the Katina Kessel. I gotta pull up the thing so I can make sure I can actually see it when I hold it up. We did, I'm gonna cover up the camera. the Kachina Kessel. Hey! Apple picker, potato farmer, Kachina <laughs> Kessel. But unfortunately, I'm hot. <laughs> um, you got great lighting, that's why. Nobody's ever heard me say I'm hot. <laughs> Nobody. Um, uh, Senators signed Thomas shut off to an eight by eight. Have fun. I don't even. I don't. I don't, I don't Have fun. Understand that one. So, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes traded Justin Falk, who fits the profile. Justin Falk's hot, and a 2025th rounder to St. Louis for Joel Edmondson, known crop top wearer, a prospect named Bach, and a 2021 seventh rounder. And then St. Louis immediately signed uh, Falk to seven years at six point five. Yeah, don't you love those like trade and signs immediately? Like, okay. Because the Capitals did that with Nick Jensen, that was cool. Yeah, well, the Capitals, Nick Jensen was a lot more reasonable <laughs> than Justin Falk at seven years and six point five million dollars, yeah. which in about three years they are gonna regret. I know he's like a. In me- about three years, the cap would have gone up six point five. 
Okay, but he's gonna be shitty about that. Well, he's already kind of not. He's not, a, he's great. not a top echelon defender. He's, yeah. he's, he's kind of like, around the top echelon defender. He's like second pairing if you don't have anyone yeah, better. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. I know it's that was a surprise, but you know St. Louis yeah, St. Louis got more depth. Eight and nine, so. St. Louis got fleeced on that. He doesn't. Period. St. Louis he doesn't have to be the guy there, so I mean it's a good depth defense for them, but they're overpaying for it absolutely. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the only thing that makes it not a complete win for Carolina is that Carolina retained salary. Yeah. But it was not. It was like. But it was one eighth. It was one eighth of the salary. Fourteen percent. Yeah. Something like um, that. we have. For the first time this season, in the preseason, didn't even make it out of preseason before What's the Message Gary came back. That's right. Do you know about What's the Message Gary? No, no, you guys are going to need to educate me on so, that. So, um, you remember last year when Tom Wilson got suspended and uh, he went before Gary Bettman to have his little hearing? Yeah, oh yeah. And Gary How gave this forget? long thing and he's like, we just hope Tom gets the message. Yes. What's the message? <laughs> I, you know what? I Do think, you know? Because no. I don't know. Well, I, I also get confused about the uh, NHL's, uh, what is it, the Declaration of uh, whatever it is? The, the what? The, the Declaration of The Declaration of Principles or whatever, I forget what it's called. Look, nothing good is happening oh, in the NHL. He's a virgin. Uh, what is that supposed to be? You're both virgins. <laughs> Thank you. He's barely a virgin. No. His drink is called Virgin Thingy. Oh, yours is different. Are you just gonna drink? Go ahead, just drink it. Can't go wrong. Is it good? There's chocolate here in my mouth. It's in here. Imagine chocolate. No, drink it. I will in a second. That tastes like the good chocolate milk. <laughs> mm, this is peachier than the last one I had. Anyways, what's the message, Gary? Sorry, I got this. If you're, I mean, if you're trying to say that the NHL is inconsistent on, on, uh, on hits, on, on um, how they dole out punishment. Yeah, the Department of Public Safety. I mean, I, I think, I think across the board, the NHL is confusing. It's like, it's like when it's like we're accepting of every gender and and sexuality and all this okay. stuff, and then and then they do uh, that event with Ivanka Trump. At Fort Dupont. I mean, there's just, just a lot of well, because there's a lot Ivanka of Trump needed to use. Uh, well, there's a lot of conflicting messages. For press. Um, so like, there's a lot of conflicting well, messages. You didn't like that? Or stuff like, uh, you know, how much they use uh, Paul Bissonnette, who I admire how he does content, but you know, he also does stuff in Barstool Sports. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Ooh, and he really doubled down on the racism with uh, calling Austin Matthews Pablo. Yeah. I mean, like, and, I think and then they threw their full support behind this and that. And a lot of people don't understand that that's racist because um, they're like, well, the Leafs call Austin that and he likes it. Well, yeah, what does that matter? Because he's <laughs> going to say, please don't call me that so they can call him a bitch and a pussy. Yeah. Well, so. I'm sorry for what I said. But anyways, what I'm saying is, yeah, I mean, I, I totally don't get a lot of things that the NHL does because uh, it kind of counter because it runs counter to what they're trying to accomplish. And like the Tom so like the Tom Wilson suspension, I understood why they did it. Right. But 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 like it's inconsistent with other players. Exactly. Uh Nazim Kadri so, in the playoffs. Let's talk about Nazim Kadri in the playoffs last <laughs> year. Like yeah. like his running knee into a guy's head, which was blatant and intentional, 
And how many games did he get? Three? Well, he got the rest of the series. Yeah. Is what they said. And it's like three playoff games. And okay, but like that was one of the most dangerous and intentional hits I've ever seen in my life. But he was trying to like maim a guy. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of ways, I, and a lot I, of ways, you know, I respect the way Nazem Kadri can play hockey. I don't yeah. respect the way he chooses to play. Hockey. Sometimes, absolutely, and, and like so that's that the inconsistency. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. You know, I think it's got. In some ways, I think it's gotten better a little bit, but like it's still just confusing. It's like goaltender interference. What is actually goaltender interference? If you had Alan May here, you just go to an hour-long rant about. Oh, I don't know what it is. You tell me what it is. Yeah, it's. And that's where this segment came from. Yeah. What's the message, Gary? Because we yeah. don't know. Yeah, don't so know. what we usually do is hits that are gross. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, something should happen to somebody for this. Yeah. Will it? Won't it? Yeah. Did somebody get suspended? Yeah. And um, if Tom Wilson had done it. Would Tom Wilson be suspended for this? <laughs> well, he's the corollary to what he is a multi-time offender and. Uh, now we're bigger. now we're gonna start adding would Radko Gudis be suspended? But she's um, real. Don't call him the cheese wheel, though. That makes dad. him mad. That's my dad. Have you not seen the picture? There's literally, but I'll show you later. Um, it's, I'm not kidding. Um, so the one that we wanted to bring up was this Keegan Colesar hit on Aaron Ness. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. He wrote about it. Yeah. Um, in the first period of the first Coyotes versus Knights game, um, according to the Las Vegas Review Journal, Colesar said, honestly, that's part of my game. I have to use my size to my advantage. And when the hit presents itself, I'm going to take full advantage of it. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Now, that's a shitty thing to say. Second of all, Colstar's listed at 6'2 and 227, which is not really that big. Yeah, it isn't, but compared to Ness, he's a compared giant. Ness, he's a man giant, yeah. Um, he took the penalty for charging, and then he took another for fighting in the second period because um, Christian Fisher decided he needed yeah. to answer for his behavior. Um, Colasar has said he wants to emulate Ryan Reeves, Thomas Nosek, and um, William Carrier. That's a, that's a group of winners. So, right? um, <laughs> um, uh, fortunately, Aaron Ness doesn't seem to be hurt and has been in game subsequently. Yeah, I would just say on that note. Yeah, I saw that. A lot of people like, clean hit, no I hear, head down. I hear, what the, I hear what the player is saying where if a big hit presents itself, he wants to, to take it. Okay, that's fine. But, like, but maybe on not that against one, a player. On that one, he just shoulders a guy right in, the, right in the head. I mean, I if, don't understand that. If you know? a clean hit presents it's, it's kind itself. Of, it's kind of the problem that Wilson would sometimes have where, you know, if you're if you're a bigger guy going to a smaller guy, you have to lean in, go get smaller, and hit the guy in the chest. But when a smaller guy is coming at you and you just stay tall, and especially, you're just going to hit him in the head and it's stupid. Right. You know well, what I mean? It's dangerous. In the position that Ness was in, and people are like, oh, well, Ed, It was really vulnerable. Ness yeah. had his, they're like, Ness had his head down. He was, he was falling. Vulnerable. Yeah. No, he was reaching for the puck, which is part but, of and he was And he was vulnerable, too, which is something that usually the NHL says is a reason to suspend someone. Right. Yeah. Well, of course, nothing happened to Lazar yeah. because he probably isn't ever going to make a Golden Knights. Who anyway. knows if they even saw the clip? <laughs> I know. It, I it's, saw it over and over. It's wildly inconsistent. It's frustrating. And it's just, it's just like. I think this is the if Tom, if problem, Tom Wilson did this, would Tom Wilson be suspended? I think he would, but I also think the injury would have been worse because he's just a bigger guy. You know what I mean? Not that much bigger. Two inches, but I don't think much heavier. 
I, I would say that Tom Wilson's probably one of the most muscular, strongest players in the league. Full and body think, uppercut. And he also, Tom and he also skates faster. Shit, full body uppercut. I hate that thing. No, no, okay, okay. But like, you know he, what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I, I do. That. Yeah, that photo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think with Wilson, oh. he's faster and. Because you know how stronger. when Tom goes into a hit, he lowers his body down. He does down. now. But he then he no. But what he does is he lowers his body down and he follows up. Yeah. Through yeah, the yeah, hit, yeah. and that's what happened with Aston Reese. That's yes. what happened with Sunquist. He doesn't really do it as much anymore. Thank now. God, because yeah. that's how he was hurting people. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I hear you. It's, I, I think it's one of the biggest things. Being on camera lets everybody see how much I actually move around. <laughs> <during those things. laughs> and how much um, I really don't. Amy just sits and drinks, and I'm like slapping. Now I don't have to take caps off of bottles. So, but she probably spill before the night's over. Um, so, I mean, like, it just comes down to, like, why are people getting away with this? Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I didn't even hear you. <laughs> why are people what? Like, why, like, he's allowed to get away with this because he's, what, not going to be an NHL player? He's going to be sent down. I don't even know if he got cut. I didn't look. I mean, I'm both, sure he did. They're both NHL players. I mean, I think that actually would actually Ness is probably. Ness still with the Coyotes. <laughs> Ness is, is, an, Ness is an AHL player. No, he can still be a coyote. Uh, That's just how the coyotes are. But yeah, no, I think I think their status as NHL players has something to do with it too, definitely. And so I don't know, it's just something that the NHL is gonna have to work on. They won't, they don't care. Um I hate to say it like that, but they don't yeah. in low lights, which we have a lot of Nice. Extremely fun ones. Let's talk about speaking of people who were sent to the AHL. Carl Alsner got put on waivers today. Poor you know, Carl. okay, okay. His body parts don't. He's work. still got yeah. done. Here's the thing: he clears waivers, which he's gonna clear waivers because nobody wants that. He's still gonna cost three point three million against Montreal. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, one of the reasons. So we did we did this one story. Um, where uh, we wrote about how Carl Osner said in an interview he that jars. he can't open jars of pickles and stuff like that. And um, I thought it was important to write about because I thought it was a great example of, you know, with a lot of guys that block a lot of shots and yeah. things like that, if you played hockey, I mean, you know, I, I take street hockey balls off, off the side of my knee and an ankle and I feel like my bones chip. Um, like, but if you're taking like FYI. hockey balls, my tailbone still <laughs> from a month ago. Uh, so, so. Yeah, I mean, hockey is a really tough sport to play physically. And um, with Alsner, I mean, he was a pretty good player for the first couple of years. He's kind of a guy who just blocked shots and things like well, that. I think was in good positioning. He but would like, still be a good player if he hadn't had that groin injury. I think it's a, I think, honestly, I think it's a lot of things combined on also, top of that. Well, yeah. And I think part of him getting cut this season is that he re injured that. He had another groin injury. Yeah, it's, it's sad, Once though. You get I mean, that's what happens to that. You're not going to meet a better guy than Carl Olsner, too. It's sad. Um, but, you know, when the Capitals let him go, if you looked at his underlying stats and his analytics, I mean, he was getting beat up on the ice. And then he had these, you know, interviews where he was honest, talking about everything that was broken and things that he was struggling with. And it's just and like... And Montreal said, we'll take that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. And, and, you know, it's just like... He wants to go there and It's just like Brooks Ormick in his last season of the Capitals where he couldn't walk up and down steps. Yeah. I mean, some of these stories are harrowing, you know, and it's sad. You know, with Alsner, I love him. Like, he's a great guy. He's, you know, he's one of those few guys that I had a relationship with away from the ice, just in terms of talking and chatting with. And he was a good guy. And it's just, you know, that's what hockey does to some people. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's why Brooks Orpik, to give him credit, is why 
you know, he's such a legend is that he made it through those years where he was having so many knee problems, you know, and he still, you know, just made it out there. And, and you know, in his last couple of years, he was, he was pretty good. In other cuts, Riley Barber and Nathan Walker also got cut from their training. What do you feel about that? Shocker! <laughs> I, I know a lot of people were like sad that Nathan Walker got cut, but I'm honestly they're not. They're NHL players. I, 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 well, I think I think Nathan Walker in the Blues is tough. I think okay, so Riley Barber's an NHL player. I think Nathan Walker's skill is an NHL level. Nathan Walker's he's size very, is very, He fills a very small niche in the NHL. He can fit that niche. In the that niche is not on the St. Louis Blues. Correct. That's a big. That's a big boy team. I, I just feel bad for the guys, just knowing how like a lot of the I call them like quadruple, quadruple or yeah, quadruple A guys. It's kind of like a baseball metaphor where. They're, they're kind of like triple-A players in baseball that can't really make it in the majors. Yeah. Uh, and I think both of those players are kind of right on that line. I think Nathan Walker could be a good energy guy on the fourth line, but I think his problem is, is that, you know, I think Barry Trotz wouldn't play him, you know, because of board battles. Like, he was so tiny, like mm-hmm. you said, AHL size, is that, you know, if a guy like Tom Wilson's because trying it, to get it, a puck out from the boards, you know, Walker's going to lose a lot, of those, a lot of those battles. But, I mean, he had speed. He had a lot of offensive ability. Oh, yeah. You know. Like he has a lot of really good qualities yeah. that make a really good NHL you player, but he's five seven. They did, to to their credit, they did get very good contracts with their other teams. Yeah, I think both players got uh, raises, so they have like uh, an NHL contract and then an AHL contract. Mm-hmm. I know Barber got like a hundred thousand dollars over what his AHL deal is, like as a bonus if he, he stays the entire year in the NHL. But I know he really was trying. He played well in the no, preseason I mean, from what I saw. He's it's a, a bummer for him, but I he's think he's a, a de- NHL I mean, too. he's a decent player. He's yeah. a great NHL player. Yeah. He just... Well, he reminds me of Chris Bork, unfortunately. Yeah. Chris I Bork fucking fan. He's like, he's, you know... He's an AHL yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. He's the Alex Ovechkin yeah. of the AHL. Like, like if you think of... Um, Don't make that face Barber. If you think no. of Barber, too, he's like a Brett Connolly of the AHL. Yeah. I think that's actually a good like yeah. synonym of a player for him. Or I scrolled past a headline just a little bit ago. I don't know who wrote it, but the headline was Brett Connolly picks Tom Wilson as his 2019-2020 breakout player. Well, it already happened last year though, so I don't well, know. Well, no, he's gonna be even better. Than <laughs> <him>. <laughs> he's not gonna score like. Let's go, Tommy. Well, let's think of Tom. The, the, Tom playing more games, he might hit 30, but um, his shooting percentage was so high last year. I, I don't know. If he, I don't know how much Washington, higher he can go. Future Washington Capitals captain. Yes. People love the guy, though. Oh my I God. Know. People love Tom. I've never seen someone with less body fat. Um, I, it's, he's a guy. He's a guy. I mean, as a male, as a male, I, you know, I find yeah. Michael Kipney more handsome. All right, but, let's but, should we talk about boyfriends. Oh. No, we have a whole okay. segment sorry, for sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, right. sorry, sorry. Pull your boner back for a okay, second. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put it back in your pants and just hold on to right. it. Put it back. Put it back in your pants. All right. Um, Michal Neuber. Who? Who he? Who he played? Nubi. Nubi. Nobody. Nubi. Nubi. Who? who uh, we did a translation of his Czech interview, saying uh, Brandon Holby was his weakest competition yet, which looks worse and worse every year afterwards. Well, and, especially and then, now that Nubi doesn't then, have a job, and then he got released from his PTO with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then did an interview with the Capitals of Mike Vogel. Saying that we made the translation up, and oh. then Peter, and then Peter did the—he bought a translation firm to prove it. 
That was amazing. I'm putting uh, all anyway. in the same jar <laughs> because Adam Wilde, after a year and then Michael Neuer's got a PTO with the leash, was like, that's going to solve our backup goal. <laughs> We're going to be all set for the rest of the season. You Michael Neuer played three games last season. I know. I mean, he was a good goalie. He was a good. He was a pretty good goalie. He was a. He was a B level. He was a B level goalie at his prime. He was. I thought he was pretty good. You know, I couldn't even tell that he was hurting in that Toronto game. Like I thought he did pretty decent. But I mean, it's, but when you're at that level in the age, what do you do next? I would assume he goes to the KHL or goes to a Czech league or the or the. Uh, oh, what's the league in Switzerland? Switzerland league like, is the NLA is a good league. I've heard lots of good things from yeah, my boy, Andrew Gordon. Was he a flyer when he passed out? That's, where, that's when Brett, that's when the Brooks Light played for the Clotten Flyers. And they had that golden helmet. Do you remember that? Oh. The leading scorer in the NLA has to wear a golden helmet. It's so funny. It's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the most cliche, corny thing. I love it. What? Wearing a golden helmet? That's Dude, amazing. imagine if Alex and wore a gold helmet during games. Or like Nikki. It would be so cool. It, it actually probably great like an intern. Has a gold helmet. <laughs> it's like putting what, his hair. No, <laughs> they all got them when they won the World Cup, or not the World Cup. Oh yeah, that's true. This is the right. Sweden. Oh, we have a picture them. of that on our website. You're right. Nick Backstrom has a gold helmet. Secrets out. Ian doesn't read his own website. I did that post. I just there, I do so <laughs> many I forgot. All right. Jeez. Ian's memory is like our memory. Troy Browler. Oh, Rest in peace. <laughs> Troy, if you're listening, if you want to do podcasts with me or vlog, let me know because you're a you're a character. Let's get Troy Browler on here. <laughs> he got dogs. He want to come talk about dogs. I believe he has two. I thought he had two. That's our. That's what we want to just have NHL players. He has two tiny dogs. If you don't stop, you guys are so much. For Troy Browler. That's why. That's why I got my. Coffee, chocolate milk. <laughs> and the pink lid. Pink lid. I stayed on brand for you guys. All right, look at that, pink lid. Pink because we're girls. <laughs> well, I mean, your logo is pink. It is not. That's red. It's a shade of pink. It's like um, fuchsia red-ish. <laughs> I love you guys speechless. Anyway. <laughs> that's what, we, we, we just want to have yeah. NHL players on to talk about their dogs. Oh, okay. Well, well, let me you try and help make that happen. About okay. I'll text them. <laughs> <laughs> After we stop making fun of each other about Chipotle and Qdoba, which is better? Which? District Taco. What's wrong with Chipotle. you? Alright, let's go to the next topic. Um, alright. <laughs> let's get depressing. Yevgeny Kuznetsov did some coke, lied about it, got suspended for three games for inappropriate conduct. By the NHL. By the NHL. Went in front of Gary Bettman, was told, you're going to be suspended for three games for inappropriate conduct. Not because he did coke, but because he lied about it. I have some more, I have different thoughts about the suspension. Um, I think sometimes suspensions like that, um, where he lied to the league, they conducted an investigation, um, I think there's a PR aspect to it where it makes the league look bad, um, and I also think it gives the player a chance. Does it? Not I think it. I think it. I think. I think you fans can move on and not think back to it. You know what I mean? If there's some kind of suspension, 
um, or punishment okay. that seems somewhat severe, I guess. I don't know. But I think that I think it was really more of a PR aspect. Do you know where I'm going with this? Go ahead, yes. Austin Matthews gets a disorderly conduct charge for drunkenly trying to get into a female security guard's yeah. car. Yeah. Hides it from everyone, including the leaves. And Kyle Dubas found out about it on Twitter, like the rest of us. <laughs> You know, yeah, there's, there's, and the league, they've basically already said the league's not going to do anything to him. The league is also not doing anything to Sonny Milano and AJ Greer, who are facing assault charges in New York. So, what's the message, Harry? Yeah. So, why is Kuznetsov, even from a PR aspect, I don't have, I don't have an explanation for that. Given three games for inappropriate conduct and people who are literally going to court. So I think I think part of it is is that um, a I, there there's no explanation for it. Yeah. I think I think one thing is that uh, just speaking as a male mm -hmm. is that men need to listen to women more and how they feel. And I think you know I know Danya uh, there's something that she's going to publish on the site at some point on Armandy, uh, kind of talking about her experiences and why the forcing yourself into a woman's car is not a joking matter. No, you people know? don't understand. Like. As a male, it took me it took me time to understand right. that I am imposing and big. Right. And he's lucky he wasn't charged with assault. Yeah. He is. But, but, but yeah, well, a, here's the thing. There's a certain supposedly fear, yeah. the charges were reduced, mm. and not only was he charged, but uh, while this was all happening, his friend tried to intimidate her into not saying anything into anyone. I think it was dad. His dad also. No, no, dad. no. His friend during the incident. Oh yeah. Which is. Immediately prior to Austin walking away and mooning the woman, yeah, which would be funny, only it involved the car thing. Yeah. First of all, yeah. why couldn't you just like pee on something in public, you dickwad? Um, you know, can I actually talk about that? Is that you know uh, one of my good friends, and this is what I mean about men just constantly listening to other people. The rest of it is that then his dad tried yeah. to intimidate her and the condo board apparently into not doing it as well. So it was the Levels. Yeah, but my point kind of was like when we covered the story, we used one of the quotes about him, like the faux mooning as the title, and one of my friends reached out to me privately and was just like, I I understand why you chose that because it's the most interesting part, but but, and, and, but what happens is it demeans the part where he tried to force into a woman's car, right. and I was like, you're right. You know, I think I think that's something, and I didn't think, I, you know, in the moment while I was writing that really quick, that's not something I thought through. And yeah. I think I think that's why with Austin Matthews, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, with the NHL, with any men uh, that are listening to this podcast, it's always good to listen to women right. and have that dialogue and, a lot of, and understand what people feel. A lot of what came from both Austin's apology. Dubas' statement, the Leafs' statement, it was like, well, Austin's apology was like, I'm sorry if I've um, all about the caused any distraction. Like, who cares a fuck His about apology the Leafs? Was <laughs> His apology yeah, exactly. Why are the Leafs more important than this woman that and, you... And everybody else on the Leafs had a bad response, too. Babcock was... Blah. It was all about the Leafs. Exactly. Dubas' response was bullshit. Yeah, Dubas' yeah. response was very... It's disappointing for Kyle Dubas, yeah, yeah. but knowing that Dubas maybe helped cover up an assault in while the he was with yeah. Saint Marie, yeah. maybe. Well, actually, is that the that's the OHL, right? Um, yeah. What happened to the Dubas that sat down with 
Lynn Mach at a press conference after everybody thought No, Mach Mo Riley. Oh, you're right. Wrong, wrong Mo. The real Mo. Yeah, I think, but, but I think, like I said, is that I think... I well, think, because that was gay rights. Women don't matter. I think this is one of the... No, women... And part know, of it is, I don't think of it as a big deal because, haha, it's a funny joke. But when a man says to you, I just wanted to see how she'd react, that's abuser language. Yeah, and fear. Yeah. You know, I, I just think, like I said, is that just from a male's perspective, I think... I think I think there needs to be more dialogue. I yeah. think show you know sounds silly enough, but like shows like SVU on NBC. I think that gives some people an avenue to start understanding these things, you know. But there needs to be more communication between men and women um, across the board, so men can, you know, I th like you said, it's that I do I do think there is gender inequality, and the only way you're going to get through that is through. Um, you know, governments passing new laws, the NHL changing how it is, and having better education when I mean, these things happen, and taking it more seriously, you know? Cons I think considering, like, even considering handing down a suspension or any kind of punishment for somebody who's being arrested for something. Yeah. Well, I mean, Austin wasn't arrested, I assume. He had charges, so I assume well, he had to be arrested. I can see how, like, I can see how, like, in their mind, it, it, like, it falls in a gray area a bit. I, I can see that from the league's perspective, because, but but again, what's the message, Gary? Because still you still were able still to do that. I think maybe part of the problem too is that like, Koozie walked into those meetings saying, "I did it. I will yeah. take whatever you roll down." Whereas, you know, Austin could fight it. And is there if there's nothing on the books to suspend something like this, how do you do it? But I hear you. You need I to set you. a precedent. There, yeah, there needs to there needs to be more education. And I, well, and I think and I think what people don't think about is when you're a man and you're sitting in your car, if someone comes up and jiggles your car or door, like what's what's your reaction? My reaction, I usually don't feel fear just because you, I, I love like, weights. You, you're like two forty. Yeah. And then you get pissed off, probably. But I'm not scared, and I think that's if the important part. I'm sitting. I'm five three. Five four. Yeah. I'm sitting in my car at two o'clock in the morning, and a man comes up and jiggles my car door. I'm shitting myself. Yeah, and I, again, it's like I don't I, that gender inequality. People don't understand that. Yeah. And there needs to be more education it's about not, it. It's not funny. I don't care if he was drunk. I don't care if he thought it would be funny. It's yeah. not. Yeah. And people are like, oh. And who knows that something prior to that uh, experience might have. You know, maybe it was like him getting back at her for something and trying to scare her. Right. So them saying the joke, you know, maybe she knocked on his door. They said in that story that he was a notorious. He, yeah, he was, was apparently for a bad behavior there. Yeah. Which so who knows what is, the whole story is? I mean, also maybe something they need to look into. Yeah. Yeah. Does Austin Matthews maybe need to cut back on the drinking a little bit? Yeah. I mean, like I realize you're 21 years old. 22. He's 22? Yeah, he's 22. You're 22 years old and you're drinking because that's what 22 year old boys do. But like, that's not on your diet plan. Are you yeah. drink? Are you drinking Trulies? Those are those. Don't even know what that I'm is. sorry. Are you kidding? Who's the off season? What is a truly? I don't know what that is. It's Ian. We knew this would happen. <laughs> do you know what Mike Claw is? I mean... No loss when we're drinking coffee. I saw, I saw on Kara's Instagram story she had one. I don't know what that is, though. Spike seltzer? Is it like is it like Mike's lemonade? Mike's hard lemonade, but like but seltzer. seltzer? Is that basically what it is? Pretty much. Okay, there you go. I just Get out of here, please. <laughs> no, I don't know what White Claw is. 
I saw that a lot of people had it. I didn't understand why it was a white claw summer though. Was it just the a new fad? Yeah. Is it like when when there was like the old bay beer? That shit was nasty. Old bay is nasty. Uh, oh, I love old bay, but that no, old bay beer I was I, gross. I, I actually liked it. I had a, I, I like like IPA. It was an IPA. Oh, okay. I I, I think uh, for old bay, it's an acquired taste, and if you have that acquired taste. Than anything old bayish you love. I grew up in New England where we have our seafood the real way without. Okay, okay, whatever, whatever. She whatever. has like a thing. I'm surprised what? Melanie hasn't kicked her ass yet. We're an like old, old Bay household. Melanie grew up in New Oh, okay, good, good. Um. So, uh, one last thing under low lights. Uh, why are people selling OVOs on eBay for a thousand dollars? Well, they're stupid. well, no, no. I think I think part of the reason why is because they only sold it in the local areas, and the Capitals are a popular team across the nation in Good. Canada. So it costs. We've had we've had so many people uh, reach out to us about it, and so. Um, but for a thousand dollars. I mean, there's. I, I think I think part of that, not to blame anyone, but like, there's a lot of demand for it. I think there's a ton of demand for it. Wow, you're you're imposing over me. I know, I'm stretching. <laughs> what the shit are you doing? <laughs> stretching! Yeah, but I, I think that's part of it, is that when any kind of those situations happen, it's, it's usually always about demand. And they they can't make enough of them. You know, another thing is... I've never, is, I have not I'm seen of the opinion, I'm of the opinion that they should sell them online, too. Oh, yeah. And that would have that would have taken away the problem. But maybe they don't care about the problem, either. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times if people are selling something for $50 or $100 online, it, it makes it seem cooler, and then it raises the demand even more. So, you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a snowball. So, I don't know if that's a low light. I think that's cool. I think it's cool that OB is that popular. That, I don't that think it's people are fighting over a cereal. Exploit people and sell it online for that much money. I, well, for that much, yeah, I agree. Definitely. Sell it for five bucks a box. That's reasonable. Yeah. You make a profit. Yeah. The thousand dollars also did not include shipping. <laughs> I'll have to see that one. That's funny. Well, no one's going to buy it for that much ask either. Miranda. Sure, ask Miranda. Miranda walked up to me in the bar. She's like, look at this. That's really funny. Wow. We do have highlights. We actually have hockey highlights. We've been legit yeah. hockey because great to hear. Caps hockey is back. Yeah. And it hasn't even been our usual preseason Keystone Caps. What are you? are really like going through something tonight. There's lots of sugar in these drinks. Oh, okay. It hasn't been our usual like Keystone Caps experience. Like, <laughs> Normally we lose all seven yeah. season games and they're just absolute clusterfuck. I, I think this could be worse though if they're winning all the time. Then they're due for a loss. I'm kind of like the reverse lock kind gonna of be, Gonna be in St. Louis on their banner raising night. <laughs> God! Um, so, Caps versus Blackhawks, we got to got a good look at um, Alexi Protus, uh, Connor McMichael, Joe Snively. Damian Riyad, all of whom have yeah. been cut, yeah. returned to their junior team, mm -hmm. Hershey. Um, Damian Riyad went back to his Swiss. Yes. I, he plays in the NLA, I believe. The um, National League A, NLA. I, I, well, I don't know if A is, I think they just called it the National League, but before it was the, in the NLA. In spite of my, one of my many hockey boyfriends being Swiss, I have no idea what oh, Jonas, Jonas Siegenthaler. Yes. I say Jonas correctly, too. You know what? Apparently he doesn't care, and it's really stressing. Oh, like with Jacob Verona, who doesn't know how to pronounce his own first name? 
Jacob or no, Jacob. No, did, or... did you listen to the Cats Talk podcast where they interviewed no, I tried to... Siegenthaler? No. Um, he, they like, after it, they're like, okay, well, we asked him, you know, which, like, is it, because one of them said Jonas, and then they're like having this discussion about. I mean, Joe B calls him Jonas, so he's asked him. You know what I mean? Well, well, they had, like, I think he was talking to, I guess, Rob, maybe Rob Carlin. And Rob asked him, and he said, I don't care. Well, and Rob but like, it's so, but, well, I, I still think that's different than like you know. I think Joe B was like, "How do you pronounce it?" Yeah. Whereas, do you care how it's pronounced? You know, it's kind of a different. No, I mean like. But it is stupid. How they do you want us to? Say you know, if someone called me Ian, I'd punch him in the face. They, you know what I think? I think they just think Ian. we're so stupid we can't pronounce it any of their names. Correctly. I think it's the opposite. I think they're no. so stupid that they don't have an opinion. <laughs> no, I have, like, European dudes just think Americans are idiots. Yeah, he's probably just, you know, imagine Jonas, Jonas, um, sitting there, sitting there, a very, uh, a very uh, confident American speaking at you for 20, 30 minutes, uh, and you're just dreaming about playing NHL 20 and drinking chocolate milk and under your blanket. You know what I mean? That's all he wants to do. That's all he wants to he do. He just wants to walk on the brick. Yeah, he, just to, he just wants to go play video games and do his own thing. So when Rob Carlin asks him a question, he is not in the frame of mind to have a very, you know, long conversation about this. There, he just wants there are two brain cells in there. That, that, that's my experience. That's my experience interviewing players unless they really like you. Like, when I talk to Dimitri Orlov, he cannot stop talking. Whereas, like, other guys are just like, oh, God, get this over with. Yeah. You, can, you can tell. I love Dimitri Orlov. He's an untapped talent but of amazing personality. That sounds like... A nightmare. What? Because he's because he's because not the best enunciator. He talks so slow. He, I look. I love him, but listening to him do an interview is like listening to a NASCAR driver talk. <laughs> he, you were, like, I explained. He, like, he did not. He okay. So he's from uh, Novokuznetsk. I don't know if I pronounce that right. In, in Russia, and he was one of those guys who really didn't speak a lot of English uh-huh. before he came here. You and tell. It, it, it's been, it was a big transition for him. He didn't have, he's also very thoughtful and he gets embarrassed and shy. And so um, at the beginning, he was just really proud that he could say words. But it was tough <laughs> for him to want to do I interviews. He he's my, an amazing he's guy. He threw my beer out okay. my hand across the room one time. Who's a, who's a really happy, nice guy that, of the Capitals who's like American-Canadian? I guarantee you Orlov is nicer than that. I've never met a No, he's such a con He's, he's awesome. I love him. I hate listening to the <laughs> I understand. I, 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 I understood. Like, the, this is not the venue. For, like, I bet you could sit down and have a conversation with him, but listening to his interview, it's not the, the last, venue. I did one with him last week, and he, we, we talked about his child. I haven't published it yet. And he was so excited. It, it was adorable. It was adorable to me because, like, I remember that first, like, year, and it's just, like, such a magical moment. And just he just kept going on and on, and I was like, I just wanted to hug him, but then it would have been weird if the PR guy did. You know, actually, I, I do want to tell the story really quick. Is that uh, <laughs> I, I went to the I went to the media day after the Stanley Cup. Uh-huh. I think it was before it was no, it was after the parade. So it was so they had the parade. They won the Stanley Cup. They were cleaning out for the summer, and uh, he was walking out from the summer. And I have I have known him since the Hershey Bears. Like I we interviewed me and Igor interviewed him the first night after his first game with the Bears. And so I've known him, and I did an interview at his house and things like that. So like I've been, I've been, we're, we're pretty cool. And uh, I, I think I was like, I know this is weird. And he was like, he kind of got this weird look at me. And I, I gave him a big hug. I was like, I'm just so proud of you, man. Because, you know, he was such a big part of, the, of winning the Stanley Cup. And, you know, he is just a guy who is a winner. You know, there are so many guys sprinkled in 
who are just such great players and maybe play more of a role uh, kind of aspect uh, than who they really are. I think Dimitri is one of those guys who's probably the best defenseman on the team, but he plays within the system. He's, 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 just, he's just such a talented guy. But a lot of people I don't think understand. It's kind of like a Simmons thing sometimes where people don't understand him, so they kind of blame him for things. Yeah. Or like when he was with uh, Orpik and Orpik couldn't skate, everything was Orly's fault. You know, no, but Orly but, but is just an amazing guy, amazing player. And uh, anyway, sorry, I just started rambling about that. You're like, we have to be done by 8.30. I know. I know. I have, so really many stories. I have so many good stories. I can't um, remember. And then, so of course, the Cats versus Blackhawks that first game went to overtime, which is super just, that's disrespectful to go to overtime in preseason. Ah, I liked it. I liked it. Three on three hockey is amazing. You weren't there. That's a preseason game. Why would anyone be there? <laughs> why did you go? I think that's really the problem. Hey, why are you going to preseason games? That's really the problem. I could barely watch on TV. Because. Otherwise, there's no hockey. The Capitals played like their worst players and Tom Wilson and, and some other guy. Do you, do you want to fight? You want to fight? No, right? I don't want to fight anyone. Did you know who's on the ice that and he played like shit too? What? Was it Sigmundor? Yes. Yeah. He was fucking terrible that night. Like I said, it's hard for you know. So, so Tom he'd rather be home and under a blanket, eating meatballs and playing NHL 20, and texting his friends. I don't think he's allowed to eat meatballs. <laughs> if he had, if not he anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> He's not Swedish, guys. I know, I know, I know. I was just um, trying to think of something stupid he would eat. I don't know. I don't what know. do hockey players eat? He's part Thai, right? Well, so, yeah. Like, yeah, so. That was the problem. He had to stop eating his Yeah, yeah. Well, we did that story. I, that's, you know, that's our value. Is, you know, a lot of people will, like, bury the lead. It'll be like, you know, Yoda Siegenthaler uh, might make the team. But then, like, it's that little no, antidote. The dumb shit. Yeah, it's like the little antidote in the middle. The dumb shit. Where like the ca- the he came in, he lost 20 pounds because he, he, yeah, go ahead. Wait, he went in and sold uh, Lewington out on the dog. What, what, so I, they adopted a dog together when they were in Hershey. Yeah. And about, and he said, like, two weeks in or something like that, Lewington didn't want to take care of the dog anymore. That doesn't sound like a very Tyler Lewington thing to do. So, the guy seems really nice. So Lewington was like over taking care of that it's a Plomsky and it now lives in uh, Switzerland with Jonas's parents because... What a random story. Man, He sold Lewington out. You know what, I want to ask you this. Imagine if we got those interviews. It'd be the greatest thing ever. Yes! Not to, not to well, say that other people are good at it. I, wanna, I legit just want to ask hockey players dumb shit. I know. I do, too. That's all I want to do here. Yeah. I just want to ask them stupid ass Let's all go ask hockey players. You know what? Connor Carrick, where did you get that fucking puck toy that you're not asking me for? Connor Carrick, will you play with my Maybe, Maybe when the Capitals get bad again in like five, ten years, and, and the Capitals feel like they need bloggers again, I think, I think we'll get stuff. You know? Why are we here? What, like, and here's the thing, like, the Capitals need that because they don't do any fun social media. Stuff. I know, I know. I know. Look at the car. I will get to Colorado. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to criticize them too much. I want. I know. But, well, but, I don't know. We're gonna talk about the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, yeah, good, good. Um. So anyway, uh, Tom Wilson scored game-winning goal for that one because he was like, I don't want to fucking here. I'm ready to go home. I got shit. To do. That was a very. That was a very. Uh, Big boy goal. You know that? Uh, he just skated around everybody. He just peeled around everybody and scored. Like, oh, that is video game ass. Yet, spit on the ground yeah. and scored game. That was yeah. Uh, yeah. no A. That was amazing. Spit on the ground and scored a game winning goal. Um, the Caps versus Blues, we get this uh, weird fucking Nick Baxter. Are you making me drink this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
There's not even any alcohol in that. Well, what's wrong with me? I'll try it a little bit. I'll try it a little bit. I don't know. I know. I know. Imagine how fun I was in high school. Pour it in your baby cup. <laughs> Yeah, drink it through the straw. <laughs> it makes a difference. Alright, keep going. Jesus. I'm sorry. Um, I know it's frustrating, right? I'm just like people think I'm cool, right? And you know. You know the truth. I know the truth. And not in a good way. No, not in a way. I'm gonna cut 45 minutes of us talking about the Lord of the Rings. No! No, no, no. You're a loser! I'm a loser. I am. <laughs> I am. Breaking news. Hashtag breaking news. I'm not nearly as cool as people think I am. Peter is. Even all of this not cool. No. No, Peter is. As we know, uh, Peter's cool. Anyone who's, who can play guitar and is a lead singer in a band, it's cool. Um, shit. Oh, food make a bathroom bowl. Uh, Super Ben, the second, to, the second to be honest, I don't remember. The fluke Nick Backstrom loves us. Oh, 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 yeah, I'll I'm sorry. Because Nick Backstrom loves us. Sorry, the preseason is so bad. <laughs> I can't. Um, and then, of course, the one that we already discussed where Julian Gauthier uh, yeah. knocked Shane Gersich down and then knocked himself down. Yeah, that was out. amazing. That was amazing. Um, two goals for Pino that night. Yeah. And then Cats uh, versus Hawks last Look, night. Joe B calls him Pinho. Pinho? I'm pretty sure it's Pino. Joby calls him Pinho. I think. I, don't I think. I think. Right. I, I'm on TV. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So Caps went over Blackhawks six nothing last night. That was dreadful to watch. They won six to nothing. It was dreadful. How was that dreadful to watch? It was a delight, like a fucking fresco, bro. Tom Wilson scored a short-handed goal where he just skated up the ice and scored on a slap shot. I feel like. Yes, because Corey Crawford should not still be playing. No, the so bad. It was just so bad. The Blackhawks looked so bad. Yeah, and that was. Like most of their real And there's no one cared. At the, the third period, no one cared. So and so somebody got ejected last night, and I'm sure I'm sure you're shocked to hear that it's Tyler Lewington. Yeah, you're actually, Tyler Lewington would never get in a fight and get ejected from the game. Apparently, this guy has no soul. Then, yeah, he, I think he hurt Lars Eller in, in the... Yeah, Tyler Lewington is the one who injured... Yeah, apparently, he hates dogs. I don't think he hates dogs. I think he just realized he didn't want to take care of a puppy. <laughs> He's a really nice guy. He, 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 he Fisty McFisticuffs is what Amy calls him. That sounds a little wrong in a lot of ways. Fisty McFisticuffs. What, what, what did you start calling Liam O'Brien? Oh, um, Smash Bang the Church Wow. Wow, those are good names. We should put it on a t-shirt. You guys should put it on a t-shirt. Design my t-shirts for me. Okay, right, sure, sure. We are not graphic designers. <laughs> you should we ask the lady here. <laughs> um, so, Andrew Shaw, who's a piece of shit, hit Martin for Herbery. I don't know how to February. February. I'm February. Literally. February. No, February. Washington. How are we supposed to? It's February. Whatever it's you, what you just said is not anything that he was called last night. No, it was. No, it was not. Okay. No. All right. Fine. I heard I won't, I won't argue. I won't argue. And I just, somebody get me this kid, stand him in front of me, and have him teach me how to say his name. Just, like, he can just say it to me, I can repeat it a couple of times, and we're good to go. I know, because I don't think anybody actually knows. Uh, Alexi Protoss, but his name is spelled like A-L-E-I-A-E-E-I-A-X-X-X-L-S. Fancy guy. That's what we call him. He's from, where is he from? Belgium? I don't know. 
somewhere. <laughs> so we're, Fancy Alex. Yeah. Fancy Alex. Fancy, okay. To go with the other five Alex yeah. as well. Yeah. Fan, you know. Alex Square. King, King Alex, Alex Alex. Fancy yeah. Alex, Ty Alex, and yeah. uh, Misspelled Alex. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like misspelled Alex yeah. is my favorite. Snacks 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 okay. You know what? So, uh, Monday, night, <laughs> Monday night, he was in the press box, and I was extremely drunk. And I, I had had dinner. And it had gone to overtime. And I'm like, tell Axel to bring me snacks. And then I was like, and then I was like, Snacks. Wow. 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 So now we're never calling him. That's actually not that. I, I like it. I like. It. Like not in like not snacksle as in he is a snack. No, I literally. No, you're he, not I doing anything. I think he is a snack. Bring me some nachos. I think he is a snack. No, I gotta. That's why I like it. I gotta fix his hair first. He doesn't take care of his hair. Either. He needs. It's not a problem for you. He no. needs a holiday oh, treatment. Oh, okay. So bad. Okay. Um. Today in Thylites, this is when Colorado Avalanche got me because we were talking, uh, uh, friends wait, of mine. Before we start on our Oh, show. wait, no, we have guest hosts, so we have to do our regular, uh, who's your hockey boyfriend again? I'm a Michael Kempton guy. I think he's the most handsome guy on the team, even though there's a... Doesn't have to be on our team. No, 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 no. A lot of guys come no, on no, and pick no, PK no. Superman. Wow, really? Yeah. He seems so goofy, it's hard to see the sexy. It's not about being sexy, it's your boyfriend. Oh, like, like, like you want to take home mom. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking pure sex appeal, and that is Michael Kim. <laughs> you know, I, this is why I admire him. You know, Tom Wilson is just born with it. You know, when you look at his dad, he's just born with it. You know, he just worked, just worked out, and he is, he is Tom Wilson. Hockey, you know, like, I think no, no, part of what makes Michael Kempney sexy is that hockey is actively working against him. <laughs> yeah, so, right? yeah, like, no, he's, he's, he's handsome, he's got hair, like, the beard. Like he's, he's artsy, thighs. he's art. He's got nice thighs. He, he always likes being without a shirt on. Like you know, if I had to pick a guy, like boyfriend is in someone who is attractive, I would go with Michael Kempton. If I had to go with someone who is like my dude, your mom? I, like you're gonna date this guy. Oh man. This is like maybe you're gonna marry him one day. This is like your long time think about think about it. His qualities as a human being. I would have to go with a piece of meat. I would have to. It would be hard. I would say Andrew Gordon. Hockey players are not just me. No, Andrew Gordon. Andrew Gordon is the coolest person I've ever met in my life. Andrew Gordon. Good thing I got I have, my wait. mustache ride five dollar bills tonight. You did. Well, the fact that I was texting I Andrew Gordon and uh, he scored against New Jersey against his only like his, his first initial goal was against Mark Dan Berdour of the Devils, and we were friends from getting blogging on RMD when the. Uh, Bears won the Calder Cup championship, and we were just really good friends. And uh, then he was texting me afterwards. This is one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life. Him, handsome, nice, smart. I would take him home for my parents. Probably a cuddler. Pro yeah, he seems like a, he seems like a healthy drinker. <laughs> what? How is that important? I, I admire you. I admire drink, people. You I admire people who can do it. Cocktail. I admire people who can do so it. I'm take Alan May home. No, I, would, I don't. No, I hate him. Alan May would squish it. Alan May would pop your head like You know what? Yeah, Alan May in real life, I really like love and respect him, but like, you know, he is greeting. You know, like G R A T I N G. Like, there's a few times where he like kind of like hit me, and I was like, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to go. Tanya says that, um, Tanya says that you have to text Andrew and tell him, uh, 
Okay. Okay, sure. We actually have people in the chat talking in the chat right now. I've had my back to it because I've been talking. So now I'm going to turn around. Um, yeah. Donya, your story Fancy was very Alex good tonight. A, Fancy Alex is apparently uh, Donya's property. Okay. Right. Um, I, I would put Ovi on the list too, but so that seems weird. I got myself in trouble earlier this week because some friends of mine, I don't, do you know what a hoggle is? No, not at all. So a hoggle, <laughs> no, but, yeah. a hoggle is when you look at a man who plays hockey and you can't quite tell if he's hot because he's actually attractive or because he's big and he plays hockey. Oh, like like he's really muscular and... Like, is he actually sexy or does he just play hockey? <laughs> okay. I understand so what you're saying. That's yeah. hoggles are. So, I have some friends... Give me, give me an example of one. Um, How about on the Capitals so I could really relate? All the Capitals are attractive, Ian. I, like literally all of them? Some people have... A, How about Garnet Hathaway? I don't even know what he looks like. He looks do not know what he looks like. He looks like he's from Western Canada. I <laughs> happen to have hobbles for Phil Kessel. Inexplicably. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. Wow. I know. She wants him to. She wants to marry him and have him provide on a potato farm for her. Wow. Oh, I want him to provide. With him. I want him to provide for my dogs. Do you, is it because he's emotionally unavailable in a sense? Because he's so weird. You never know what he's thinking. You know, like, and that kind of, that kind of is like really cool to you. I don't know. Um, is <laughs> already on this question and she's giving me shit. Yeah. So the point is, Eric Johnson of Colorado. I don't even know what he looks like, honestly. Donya, send me a link to a gift for a picture of Eric Johnson. Like, he's not Yevgeny Malkin, yeah. who is ugly, yeah. but he's like, he's not hot. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. We oh, might have a special guest. Ethan's coming. That's Eric. That's EJ. Oh. Um, oh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a special Hockey. That's right. You just yelled hockey. That's my son. Ian's here. Hey. Do you want to sit on my lap? He can come up and sit with you, yeah. He can drink your... All right, this is going to get really... Like, it's going to get sketchy. Yeah, it's going to get really all over the we place. This morning. So anyway, no, we're, we're in thigh lights. Come on, come here, come over here. Oh, he wants to go under. Come on, come on, come on. Of course he does. Are you kidding? Watch your head. So you got you always got to imagine he's going to hurt himself. Look at what Come here. Want to say hi to the people? What's up, buddy? So... You smell like pizza. I'm, I'm on the internet. Ooh. And I'm, t I'm talking crap about EJ. I'm like, look, I'm not saying he's ugly. I'm just saying he's, you know, a hoggle. <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche busted me on it. Yeah. No, literally. The Colorado Avalanche Oh, really? They tweeted you? Yeah. And, uh, so oh, no, I missed this. Yeah. The Colorado Avalanche Twitter wades in and they're like, uh, so uh, they're like, go ahead. Oh wow. <laughs> and I'm like, so then, and I'm like, what's in? And it's like, it's like, oh well, like, it's like the Colorado Avalanche are a good-looking hockey team. Yeah. But like. Yeah. EJ's maybe not one. Yeah. And then it became maybe they're gonna. I was like, you know what? If he was holding a puppy, he'd be a lot cuter. Yeah. 
Um, if he was like hanging out with one of his horses, maybe his horse that's named Landiscock, yeah. he'd be a lot cuter. <laughs> that's a real story. Um, your child is escaping. <laughs> He's loose. He, that was He's after he tried. He, he, he tried to rip the fire extinguisher off the wall, which I'm proud of. Hi, here, come sit on my lap. Are you just no. nuts now? Are you just nuts right now? This is what it's like as a dad. That's why I drink the coffee. Now you get it. Now this you get it. This has coffee in it. You just need to yeah. suck the energy. Ashley, do you want to have this? No, you're fine. It's not alcoholic. No, she was asking if she should go. No, you're fine. It, it's not alcoholic. Not alcoholic. Try it. Try it. It's like coffee. Just it's, try it. Um, it's called basically a virgin. Ethan, are you scared? <laughs> so funny. So many emotions for a little baby. I'm sorry. So then this led to the Stanley Cup of hot hockey players. See, we're talking about important things. So, obviously the Washington Capitals are winning the Stanley Cup of Hogs every year. Back to back to back to back. Three feet, four feet, five feet. Just stacked as hell. But who comes out of the West? Obviously, I let the Stars. No, obviously I let the Colorado Avalanche think that it was them because I was talking to the Colorado Avalanche Twitter, but yes, it's the Stars. But like, who else? Like, like, so... What we said was, you know, the Stars play the Avalanche for the Western Conference Final, right? Yeah. Who do the Cats play? Think about this. I don't know. Who is uh, even attractive on any other team? And I said, I said, I think there are Henry two Lundquist. options. That's what came up was Henrik Lundqvist. But who else is on the Rangers? I don't know. Just Mika Zibanejad. Oh, I don't know. That's it. Reese Shea. Columbus. No. You're a torch guy, aren't you? <laughs> My mother is. <laughs> Amy's mom wants to play. We were watching the playoffs last spring, and we were watching a clip from something, and it was Torts doing something. And my mom goes, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's John Tortorella. He's coach from Blue Jackets." She's like, "He's attractive." And I was like, "Okay." My son just held up a book that said, "I hear a pickle." <laughs> well, I went, "Yeah." That's my son. So, I know who it is because I went I went through this already okay. and thought it out. But you think it, you think it's Columbus? Who else on Columbus besides Seth Jones? Um, Lewinsky. Zach Lewinsky is. Really? Cool. You're gonna say Zach Lewinsky is hot? He's attractive. Okay. Um, I don't know who's left on Columbus. Nobody. Doesn't it have a different vibe with my son here jumping around? <laughs> yeah, I really have to kind of swear now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What if I said F word? Yeah. Um, yeah, I say it all the time. Let me present to you Eastern Conference Final, Washington Capitals versus New Jersey Devils. Maybe. Big Connor Kerkai. Pikachu Span. Pikachu Suban. Wayne Simmons. Taylor Hall. Uh, Connor Carrick. Miles Wood. Miles Wood. He's hot. I've been on TV. And NJ Devil, the, the uh, mascot. Very, very. No, no, he, has a, he has a good look. He smells like stadium nachos. <laughs> and he, <laughs> it's funny because you say stadium nachos. They do, they, nacho. it's a, there is a different smell. It's a specific right? smell. Yeah, yeah. And really he, he has abs and she doesn't like mascots. If you, if you like them young, you know, they got Nico and Jack. and I think I Blake Coleman's hair. The guy who got punched so many times in the face by Tom Wilson, his face looked like mashed potatoes. 
Which was which was something. I look. I love Blake Coleman before was that ever a time. That was funny. We've never been so boned up though as the time Miles Wood rolled up on Ovi and thought he was gonna fight. We were like. I know that's funny, especially because I was a spirit rider. You were on the other end of the road. I was the only one there having a good time that night because the Caps were getting beat seven nothing. And your boy was so Marcus scored. Um, so we also have listener questions. We have, um, they're all from, oh, wait, no, they're not. Donnie just said, Miles Wood. Um, <laughs> from Elizabeth, who has the best glue up this summer? Well, it would have been Austin Matthews, but that guy. Um, kind of the capitals related. Jacob Vrana always comes back looking good. Then, he, then his tan goes away, and he starts looking less yeah, like a pinhead, and... He gets real swole and his head looks real small. I don't have an answer for this. Yeah, I don't either. I don't have an answer for this. We need to watch more hockey to know. Um, it, well, the answer like, would have been Austin Matthews, but alas. Um, how much, uh, also from Elizabeth, how much dad power will it take for us to get another cup? I mean, if they don't if, want it this year. If we haven't reached <laughs> so much. peak dad power, I don't know. Uh, Ushi's going to be a dad in what, January again? Have a boy? Yeah, yeah so um, I mean, he's going to be. Chronic's having one literally like any day or something yeah. like that. Um, who else? Dow, Jensen. Olaf just had one. Olaf just had one. Kuzi had another Kuzi just had one. Oh my god, that everywhere. That interview where like it was the most. I just have a feeling Ovi will be and next. And they asked Kuzi about his son, and he was just like, "Yeah." He was so well rehearsed. I will give the Capitals credit for that. He definitely. We, I don't think he practiced that day. I think he was in a room just studying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, doing like a mock interview. How much do you miss me? The answer is so much. We so wish much you here. Sitting on this uh, stage with us, yeah. drinking <laughs> drinks, kicking Ethan apparently. Yeah. Um, and then we have one more question. Which was which is from Melanie? Yeah. From our audience here. Yeah. Melanie, come up here and ask it. No. Come up here and ask it. She's 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 she too won't. scared. She's sitting there, um, wearing a Russian machine T-shirt. Um, how gross did you think Austin's mustache was before his crimes? And now. Super gross. I kind of liked it before. Gross. Now it's just really great. Like, I, like, like, I'm driving in the desert, but previous to the crimes, I had two $5 bills in my wallet. Yeah. And I was ready. <laughs> oh. And that's all I'm saying in front of Ian's child. <laughs> One last thing before we get out of here. Um, we want to say happy birthday to Peter Hassett. We did that already, but okay. We're yeah. saying it again because we're also going to say you need to go out and stream his uh, brand new album, oh, yes. New Gilded Age, which just released today. And um, next time we're going to maybe have another guest. And it might be a little bit earlier than you would normally think it would be because um, I haven't told Amy about it yet. Oh. <laughs> so um, you can come out to 10th Ward. Um, they are 55 East Patrick Street in Frederick, Maryland. That is Ethan Olin Holloway. <laughs> he um, loves his daddy. <laughs> he does. And um, they make incredible craft cocktails. They have incredible uh, craft spirits. And we're really, really grateful to them for having us out here and yeah, doing awesome. this. Um, thank you to Elizabeth Ann for facilitating this. Thank you to Monica and Amanda, and especially to Amanda for being on with us tonight. 
she was awesome. Yeah, thank she you was. to Ian for being here Aww. with us and oh, for Ethan for being here with us. Good job, Ethan. You did great. He's playing shy right now. Um, you can message us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com and you can visit our website at Pucker Up Hockey. We also have a Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash Pucker Up Podcast. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Was, thanks for having me on.